Hello, this is Comeback, this is Connor, this is episode 114. My guest today is Danny from This Village Girl. She is a podcast host and a blogger. Danny is initially from the Philippines and is currently living in Germany. We are going to talk about podcasting, writing and more. Danny, welcome to Comeback. How are you today? Thank you so much. I am very well. And yeah, Comeback, it's just like I, I said, yes, because also it's good, your name. And also because I took a long, a long break, I think for three or four months now. And it's quite such a good name for what I'll be planning to do in the next days. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. May, may I ask you why you decided to take a break? Did you feel time was needed to recharge? Yes, and also because after after being on the creative side in the last three years, it has been, I would say, exhausting, and it has already affected my mental health. And also, so I decided to just give it a give it a break, a really long break that my my brain, my body, and my soul really needs. And so that's why I decided to take that really long break. Okay, awesome. Then let's dive into it, um, Danny. Do you mind telling me a bit more about your background? Okay, I am from the Philippines, and I grew. I was born and raised in the Philippines, and and um, I grew up in a village. This is where I got my my brand's name from. And it's not just a village; it's a third world village where you know we don't have we don't have banks or school. Or any or anything in there. We just have a little a little church in there, and that's it. We don't even have supermarkets. And however, my parents, I think I was 15 years old, they went, they moved to Germany to work. And there, so growing up for me, I became like I'm air quoting, I became like a parent at 15 years old. And because I was left with with my two brothers to to look after. And growing up for me, it's like it's a really different, it's really different thing compared to what I can now see around me. So for me, it's like household. And then I was also expected to do good in the school. And then as I grew up, because I was because we came from a poor family of farmers. And for me, it's like my parents moving to to Europe, the first world country, that that meant that we should be sent to good schools. And in return, we must do good because in the Philippines, we have to we have, to have a degree so we would have better chances in life. And so growing up, that's, that's the only thing that we were told to do. That's how we were, that's how we were shaped up. And as I moved out of the country, that's where I realized that literally the world is so big and there are so many things that needs to be that can be still explored and learned. So that's quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of the upbringing side. And how come you decided on Germany, which is where you currently reside? I it it is really a long story how I landed here, but Germany wouldn't be a surprise or an, an option for me because my parents used to live here. This is where my parents moved and they lived here for nearly 20, 
20 years. So it was actually my my aunt. That's how that's how our family moved here. My parents moved here because my aunt they moved here some 40 years ago. And so I was so to I don't know how to cut the the long story short, but I was in I was already in the Philippines. I already have my degree. I graduated. I took a, a mass communication in in there, and then I was already living a, a life that I thought. A person must be living so I was already working for the bank and I was already doing all the things that I thought you know that looked really cool while you know adults are doing them however I felt that something I didn't even know that there was a word for it and so I was looking for more however I didn't know what more was and I also didn't feel like I needed to marry just to be able to go to the next level of what life is requiring from us, for, from normal people. And then I, there was an offer from a bank too in Malaysia. And so I said yes to that, even if I knew then right there and that I didn't want to work for banks anymore. I still accepted it, uh, hoping that my life will change. But in Malaysia, also nothing changed. I was still the happy-go-lucky me, carefree me, and then I just recycled my own, my own patterns. And then there, I felt also empty and happy, and there was still more in the pressure to get married, to start my own family, have kids, have a job that will actually pay for all the bills. I was already 29 then, and I just, I just left them all and went to Germany without any plans or you know any anything that would make me support myself so i moved back uh, to my parents that's how i landed here in germany because they they've been here for more than i don't know for less than or almost two decades and that's that's how i chose it i just wanted to i just wanted to take a break and yeah the yeah. rest What's Germany like? I can imagine you felt quite liberated when you arrived here. How has your experience been of Germany since you have arrived? And what's it like to live there? I ask out of curiosity and also I'm considering living there mm. in the future. So I'm curious on that front as well. Right. Germany at first, um, Germany at first, it's quite confusing for me coming from coming from the Philippines and moving to Malaysia people are more reserved and I would say that I'm air quoting they're quite stingy when it comes to smile and laughter and actually if you're smiling it's like flirting with them and so it's like in the middle of the street at first it was confusing and for me what I, and and everybody was busy then I realized that I realized that I also needed a job and I also needed, you know, I, I got, I, not that I am complaining or comparing, but because me moving here was a different, completely different story because, you know, mental health and uh, you know, probably spiritual awakening, which I can now more understand why I, I moved here. But the culture shock, it's, it's, quite heavy and it's quite a big chunk to to unpack because I have this is not the first time that I've um, coming here and seeing people and being with them for the first time literally was not the first time for me because in Malaysia 
there are so many Europeans in there and I thought it's different. I came here, it's like going to birthday parties where one of the trainers in the gym where I used to work out said, huh, so moving to Germany and attending a birthday party looked like someone actually died and then just laughing all the time. It's not, it's not that, it's not like that anymore. And so for me, that caused me so many things inside me to, you know, to be awakened. I had questions, where will I go next? Is this what I want? Here is just so quiet. And how do I actually make friends when I don't even want to go back to normal life or go back to school or look for a job or learn the language at first? But yeah, it's more of like for me coming to Germany or if I'm going to describe Germany, it's more of like it's more of like a really spiritual journey for me. This is like Himalayas for me which is actually quite strange if I'm going to describe because mm. most Westerners go to the East to experience it, to, to have their in spiritual lives, to, to enrich their spiritual lives. However, me, an Asian from a, from a third world village in my country, coming to Germany, it's more of like a spiritual journey for me and pers- started um, from personal growth to spiritual growth for me. So it's a bit hard for me to explain because, because it's more of like spirituality and what we cannot see. However, I love Germany as it is, the discipline of the people. And Germans actually just need a little time to warm up. A little time probably means three, four years of them getting to know you. And then that's where they're that's when they're going to opening up for you so it's a long journey okay I see and that almost ties into the next point that I like to talk about on comeback whenever Mm. you've faced adversity which you know you've mentioned so far what are the main techniques that you have used in overcoming these challenges and what are you currently doing to stay on top of your mental health and your well-being a lot. Um, I've been on this journey for five years, and at this point, I can say that I am probably 98% healed. And what I'm doing, I've been doing a lot. First would be journaling. And even before I started blogging, I've been keeping a journal. I've been keeping a journal since I was a kid. And I didn't even know that later on I could be, I thought I would be able to use this little hobby of mine to fund my dreams, to discover a lot of things, to discover a lot of things inside me that I never would have you know, imagined being you know, true. And not only that, not only journaling, but blogging. Blogging also helped me to open up to the world and also start to receive to receive a lot of lessons that I know I will never learn inside the school and also podcasting however not just that lately I have been doing detox and this actually this actually made me realize that there's a lot of, there's a huge connection between our between our between our 
gut health and our mental mental health in our in our brain and so one after i realized this then that's the time that i start to you know journal even more and meditate so that i can hear all of the silent whispers of you know my soul and what my my heart really tells me and so i also work out and i also go to nature walks every single day and so it's quite it's really work it's really work is that it is now I realize that inner work is harder than all of the works that I have done or types of jobs that I have done, especially when I came here to Germany where I didn't have any plans of what I'm going to do with my life. And so, yeah. yeah. And um, we are going to talk next about the podcast and the blogging. Before that, mm. you mentioned detox. Do you mean detox in terms of uh, digital detox, detox from uh, toxins. What what sort of detox do you engage in? Mm. I did, I did, and I'm doing all. And so first would be the first that I did was to just do smoothies, like the green smoothies, and I put everything, all the green stuff that I could that I could find, I put in the smoothie maker, and then just drink it mornings and evenings and. I've actually read I've actually read an article that says that after 21 days then after taking this green smoothie after after 21 days then uh, you will feel the difference you're going to lose weight not that I really care about losing weight but for me it's just to cleanse whatever it was then that I was I was I was carrying and I I really started to feel it when I started to meditate longer and really mornings and evenings of meditation, I can feel that something is wrong. And I was cons- consistently overwhelmed, even if I was saying that I'm not going to work today, I'm not going to work today. But being a blogger and being a content uh, creator, a podcaster, you, you still have your Instagram, your Pinterest, all of that, all the same. And all of the brands approaching you, sometimes it's just the overwhelm is just, if I'm going to say overwhelm is really an understatement it was a bit too much. And I still was healing from, from a lot of things from my childhood as well. And so I also did after, I think after a month, that's where I started noticing that something in me has been, has been different. However, it was still me. And the old jolly me has been already resurfacing. And that's when I also started social media detox. And since April, until today, I have published anything on my blog and on my and on my uh, podcast. And for Instagram, I just left it like that, and I just returned. I think a month ago, or yeah, a month and a half ago. And so these are the little things that I that I do to to detox. And also, I also lessened the time that I spend with other people. And. There was a time, I think, for a month or maybe two weeks that I removed my SIM card from my phone. And, you know, if they want to talk to me, I would only just turn my my data or no, not data. I only turn my Wi-Fi on my phone for an hour. That became also half an hour. And the the result was just unbelievable. It was it was really the the detox and the cleansing that. I need from from it all and now after the detox I can really feel that I'm ready to enter the next phase of 
my life. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm glad to hear that that has benefited you in the manner that it has. Can we talk firstly, I'm trying to think which to talk about first, the podcast or the writing. Um, let's talk the podcast, if that's okay. Um, what mm-hmm. is the podcast? Okay. Uh, what's it all about? How did you start it? Starting the podcast, it, uh, it, it's called Virtual Besties. It's actually, it's this Village Girl podcast. And I was battling with myself before I launched it because what I really wanted to do before I launched my blog first was to finish, to just write my story of what I have found out when I started to travel and started living outside my country, all of the lessons and all of the realizations. However, these realizations just made me open a lot of cans of worms in my life that I needed to you know, heal from and to deal with and to just heal deeply on a deeper, on the deepest level. And so I said, okay, so the publisher was already waiting for my book, but I told them that I cannot do that right now because, you know, my body is really very confused. Sometimes even if it's just memory and I would, you know, go deep into it, my body would, you know, think or my soul, I don't know, but it's going to start, it started thinking that it started thinking that the memory was, you know, it's, it's still present. And so it, it gave my body the confusion and my brain sometimes I'm asking myself, I was asking myself if I was still, you know, suffering from it or it's just memory, but our body is really smart and it stored a lot of, a lot of information in there that sometimes we need time to need time to process and heal. And so I said, okay, I need to decide because blogging for me, it's not becoming, it's something that. I love doing, however, I need to do other things too. Some, something probably that I need to learn and to just take away to, to, to deal with, with my depression and to improve my mental health. So I said, okay, then I'm going to launch a podcast. And so my podcast, it's really new and I launched it in December. And so I said that because uh, entering this, this phase of my life, blogging and all this entrepreneurial uh, journey, I, I felt alone because the people around me, I never, I didn't, I didn't see or I didn't really get to know a person in my circle who does, who are on the creative side. And podcasting or blogging allowed me to meet people, beautiful people on the internet, on the online which made my journey less lonely I'd say and so I said that all of the people who inspired me I'm going to bring them um, on the podcast and that's how um, this podcast was born. Mm. And what sort of topics do you discuss? Uh, is, Is it quite a variety or is there a general theme? All would be everything about mental health, about personal growth, about spirituality, all of the books, and just journey of the people who inspire me and who who made my my journey more bearable. And so that's the plan to to bring people, this creative and brave people, to the podcast. So mental health and books and all of yeah life. People who are open about talking about the things that they've learned from from the from probably from rock bottom or from all of their 
from all of the growth that they have been experiencing. So this this is the the goal for the podcast. Okay. And do you generally do the podcasts via Zoom or the internet or in person, or does it depend? Uh, since my podcast is new and I am still really a little bit shy about you know about interviewing people, I started in my circle. I have only done two interviews for the podcast, which the first one would be my cousin here in Germany, who's also into into spirituality and he is teaching meditation and coaching a lot of kids these days and also another cousin and another cousin who has been around the world and lived there and so they made my journey a little bit more yeah bearable I would say again so yeah it's really new the podcast is really new it has been if I did not take take a break the podcast is just for me just three three months uh, old and so, but the goal is to bring more people who are into the creative um, side. Okay, that sounds awesome. And I suppose then, um, coming towards the end of the conversation, Danny, uh, that slightly touches upon mm. it. But the question I always ask guests towards the end is, uh, what are the aims for the future? Where would you like to go from here? I would love to explore more. My journey in Germany or my journey until today from the time that I left my country would be my goal is to just dive deeper into spirituality and for me to look for other people who are, I would say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say who suffers in, who suffer in silence, but I would love their story out there. So my, my goal is to to get to to get to know more of them and to learn more about spirituality about mental health and probably go back to school and do masters in social work or psychology awesome that's, yeah. that's 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 what i see in the future that's the plan well danny where can we find out more about your work on social media I am on Instagram. It's on uh, my handle. My handle's name is This Village Girl. And yeah, mostly on Instagram these days. Okay, uh, awesome. Facebook, not really active, but Instagram. No problem. Well, Danny, um, as we talked throughout this, the hardest part of starting a new adventure that I've found, and I'm sure you also have, is starting out. So, Credit to you for starting it out and for doing the work you do. Huge kudos. And I wish you all the very best with it moving forward. Thank you so much, Connor. I'm happy to be on your show and best of luck. Thank you very much, Danny. Uh, I'll let you know when this is out. And in the meantime, take care and have a very good rest of your day. Thank you so much and you too.